Hello and welcome to Grace Life Sir Lowry's Pass. We are a gospel-centered church family focused on reaching the unreached and making disciples. We pray this teaching will help you to grow in your relationship with Jesus and discover more of the reality of Christianity. So, how many believers do you have here? Raise your hand. Anybody believers? So let's say all together, I am a believer. I am a believer. I believe in Jesus. Jesus Christ is my Lord. He is the overcomer. Okay, I have some overcomers here. Not everybody believes that Jesus is overcomer. But Jesus is overcomer in me. And He is in you. And He is the greatest. And uh, what I'd like to share with you today is the word. Because the word is important. Sometimes, I heard some time back that somebody says, we don't need the word, we need only the Holy Spirit. What, who thinks that is right? Who thinks that we, only the Holy Spirit is enough? Say it, speak. We don't know, the Holy Spirit is enough, but the world, without the world, we don't, cannot use the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will bring everything to our remembrance, what Jesus taught us. What Jesus taught us is the Word. And in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with Philip. No, with God. Yeah, with God. And what was the word? In the world, in the beginning. In the very, 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 very beginning. So without the word, we have nothing. That's very, very important. Andrew Romack said a few days ago, I was reading some of his writings. And he says, decades ago I was participating in all-night prayer meeting, bombarding the gates of heaven. I remember beating the wall and yelling, God, if you love the people in Arlington, Texas, half as much as I do, we do have revival. So he was thinking he loves more at the time, you know, Arlington, Texas, and God was not loving enough, so he didn't have a revival. The same like I say, God, we see so many bad things here, if you love so Lord is past as we love him, so you can do some changes. You stop the crime. That's wrong. It's the wrong way of praying. You know? Because God has done everything already. Had finished his work through Jesus. And Jesus is here. And Jesus is on the world. And he gives us all the authority and power to be able to bring the changes that we need. But everyone here is individual, is responsible. We all responsible to see this world changing through their world. So that's very, very important. Now we need to learn how to pray. And that's another thing. So the disciples asked Jesus, teach us to pray as the Pharisees taught the disciples to pray. So Jesus said, show him a way of prayer. But this is prayer was before the resurrection. It's like, it's a sample of prayer. It's not a prayer that we have to pray every day. Because we can take some samples from it and yeah. take a prayer to the Lord. You know, like he says here, when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. <coughs> yeah. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets. And they may see, be seen by men. Verily, verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. Like truly, truly, I say unto you, they have their reward. So when you praise the Lord and you have loud words and Praising your God and 
just in your own strength and want to show how good you are. Yeah. God, look at me. People, look at me. How good I am. I'm very good. So you have to do something to me. You have to answer my prayers. That is the wrong way to pray. Yeah. That is the wrong way to pray. Yes. But when you pray, enter into your closet. And when the house shut the door, pray to the Father, which is in secret. And thy Father will see this secret, shall reward you openly. So God will reward you openly. When you pray, we have a communication with God in your heart. And you speak to Him direct. And you open your heart and you talk to Him. He wants a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with me. He wants a personal relationship with everybody. So actually, Jesus came and died, not only for the Christians, but he came and gave his life for the whole world. So that includes the ones that receive him and the ones that have not received him. But we cannot receive salvation and the gift of his grace without receiving Him yeah. as our Lord and Savior. So That's very, very important. I can take some samples here from the prayer. So, after the reminders therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Father in heaven, holy is your name. So in the TPT says, Alright, the same thing says. Our Father dwelling in heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. That's from the Passion Translation. Yeah. So there is like different translations uh, translate or bring the word a bit differently. We try to stay closer to the originals. Uh, translations as much as we can, but they are not wrong to read in other translations. So that is important to understand the meaning and the heart that the message God wants to bring. Say, Thy kingdom come, there will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Yeah. So sometimes we ask in our bread, you know, mm. but we're forgetting the next paragraph to forgive. We don't forgive. Yeah. We hold grudges. You know, we need to learn to forgive. To forgive people that has harmed us or we harm them. Yeah. We need to both ways to ask for forgiveness. Amen. If somebody harms you, Forgive them anyway, and and if you harm somebody, ask them to forgive, for forgiveness. Go take a first step yes. to reconciliate. Yes, amen. God took the first step to reconciliate the world with us, with Jesus. He sent His Son Jesus to do what? Why God sent Jesus? To reconcile us, to make peace with man. So, that's a very important. It says, well, if he forgive not men that trespasses, your heavenly Father will also not forgive you. But if you forgive them, yes. your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Jesus. So, how can we forgive somebody trespasses? Mm. How can we? Sometimes we cannot do it in our own strength. But when you receive Jesus and receive God's Spirit in your heart, in your spirit, and you have communion with Him, then things get more easier. Then you'll be able to forgive. You'll be able to forget. Because sometimes we ask Him, give me, give me bread, give me food, yeah. give me this, give me that. But we forget to do what? To bring our hearts and have communication yes. with God. Yes. To have a personal relationship with Him. Loving relationship. 
You don't have to stay in prayer and hold their hands and shout and scream and do. But in the spirit of humility and love, yes. we can communicate with Amen. God. Amen. All the time. You don't have to stop and take a big stand and say, let's pray now, hold your hand. It's time for that. Yeah. But the most time to communicate with God is when? When we are individual. When we talk to Him as we talk together now. We can talk to Jesus. We can talk to God. Because the Spirit of the Lord is in you. And the Spirit wants to communicate with the Father. And Jesus lives in you. So your Spirit wants to communicate with the Father and you. So that's why we need the word, because we do not know what voices will speak to us, the enemy will come in and pretend that it's the Holy Spirit, pretend that it's from God, and tell you a big lie. That actually has happened in the Garden of Eden. So the devil came and tempted Eve, and she ate from the, from the tree of knowledge, of knowledge and then she fell, because the devil told her a lie. Mm. And the lie changed the world. So they lost the kingdom of God. Because God created the earth, and so we can live there, and we have dominion. We have dominion over the whole earth. We could have been in our dominion, and not in the dominion of Satan. But because we fell, Adam and Eve fell, they give the power to Satan. So this kingdom now is belong to the devil. That's why we need the kingdom of God to come in us, to be able to live in a different dimension. A spirit is important. It's Jesus lives there with us. When you receive Jesus and you open your heart, you have Jesus in you. In you. And Jesus is communicating with you and the Holy Spirit with the Father. So we cannot be without Jesus, and we cannot be without the Word, because the Word brings life, and life eternal. And Jesus is the Word, the living Word, that lives in us. The things the Lord revealed to me about prayer since then have totally changed my life. I am now seeing miraculous results. If you aren't getting the results you know the Lord wants you to have, maybe it's time to consider a better way to pray. I am not saying that anyone who doesn't pray as I do is of the devil. The way I used to pray, I don't say the way I used to pray also was from the devil. I love God with all my heart, and the Lord loved me, but the results wasn't there. Yeah. So if you don't see results mm. the way you pray, yeah. there's something you need to change. So, so if you want to see the results and the effect, you need to learn how to pray. First, we need to recognize that God isn't angry with mankind anymore. Amen. So let's say it together. God is not angry with me. Okay. Mankind, okay, you, you are part of the mankind. So, God is not angry with me. So anybody believes that God is angry with you? No? See here? No? If anybody believes that, we can fix that right away. We can pray for you, and you can receive Jesus, and then you receive the absolute forgiveness of sin. I will go a little bit, uh, I won't go through the text here so much, some of the texts and some of the because in the Old Testament, God was punishing people, judging them, but also he was open to heal his prophets and his people. Like when Abraham, uh, when God went to Abraham and said, I will destroy Sodom and Gomorrah completely. So Abraham started bargaining with God. So he asked me, what about if I have 100 people, good people that to live? So if it's 100 people, I won't destroy it. 
What about 50? What about 20? What about 10? But then he had to destroy it because there were not enough righteous people that to save Sodom and Gomorrah. The same on uh, Moses, when God was upset with the people of Israel in the desert, he wanted to destroy them. But Moses interfered and talked to God and changed God's mind with grace. So there always has been grace in God's heart for the mankind. So, but we need we needed somebody to be there for us, somebody to be there to intercede. So now we do not need to have an intercession because the main intercession we need, we have now is Jesus. Amen. So we don't stop in a room and stay in a bedroom and cry with the Lord and we just see yeah. for situation. Yes. Uh, intercession is Jesus. Amen. We need to learn how to pray and how to communicate with God. Awesome. We cannot beg God to give us something He already has given to us. We cannot beg God bless me because you already bless with every heavenly blessing. We cannot beg God for things He already done. Amen. But we can learn how to pray the way He told us. Yes. What the Word of God says, yes. and that's very, very important Amen. to learn. We need to learn that Jesus is in you. Hallelujah. Jesus lives in you. Amen. And you and God, you, Jesus, and God, and the Holy Spirit, you are one. Yes. You are one. He communicates with you and your Spirit. First, we need to recognize that God isn't angry at mankind anymore. He's no longer imputing or holding a sin against us. That's good. The PT says, the Pasha Tazitsu says, in other words, it was through the anointed one that God was shepherding the world, not even keeping records of the transgressions. And he has entrusted us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. Hallelujah. That's in the King James says, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world into himself, Amen. not imputing their trespasses. Who is a singer here? Anybody is a singer here? Raise your hand. Singer. Singer. Not singer. Singer. How many singers do we have here? Singer. Are you a singer? Singer. Really? Okay. Are you a singer? Who is a singer here? Are you a singer? Okay. Is a singer or singer? <laughs> you are being forgiven yes. all your sins. You're not sinner anymore. Amen. You are saved by grace. Amen. So when you saved by grace, you're not sinner. Praise Jesus. So we have to learn that uh, we can sin, but if you are saved by grace and filled with the Holy Spirit, you not let yourself to be to sin. We need to fight sin as you fight the devil. Yes. Because sin is not have dominion Amen. over you. Amen. So we don't sin has no dominion over us. So we need to fight the devil. We need to fight sin. We need to fight temptation. You know, because you're tempted with your mind, yes. with your words, with desires of your heart. Yes. But you need to fight. Okay, Second Corinthians 5, 19 was Second Corinthians 5, 19. Okay, anything before? Okay, then nothing else has changed. So no, Luke 2, 14 says, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, good will toward men. That is Luke 2, 14. Luke 2.14 These angels weren't saying that peace would reign on earth and that wars between people would cease. That certainly hasn't happened. They were proclaiming the end of war between God and man. 
was proclaiming the end of world between God and man. But they didn't proclaim that there would be peace on earth. They continue to have wars all over the, the earth for many thousands of years, and they never have stopped wars. But the war between God and man has been finished, stopped. So that means that God does not see us as sinners, and does forgive us our sins, and He brings us the peace. Amen. The good news Hallelujah. of reconciliation. Amen. Good will towards all men. God's wrath and justice have been justified. Satisfied. Jesus changed everything. God is not angry with you, Trika, Rita, Nella, or everybody else. Just God is not angry with you. If you feel why I have suffered now, God is angry with me. It's not God. God has given you everything you need. But it is the enemy that tries to deceive you. It's the enemy that comes to your mind. Even something yourself, you know, your bad habits that you have developed over the years fighting you. So you have to fight also your bad habits. Jesus changed everything. God isn't angry. His mercy extends to all people. He loves the world, not just the church, but the whole world. He paid for all sins. The scripture says, 1 John 2, 2, and this is the propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So what did that say, Rita? Do you have any other? Can somebody has another translation? King James NLT. First uh, John two two. Africans two. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, mm. and not only for our sins, but the sins of all the world. So he's the sacrifice for you. God sent him. And he agreed to come on earth to take your punishment. Because you needed to go to cross. We needed to be in the cross, not Jesus. But he took our place. That's why he became a propitiation. He took our sins from him. The Old Testament God's judgment was poured out on both individuals and nations. In the New Testament, God's judgment was poured out on Jesus. That is a nearly too good to be true news of the gospel. So let's say it together. This is a nearly too good to be true news of the gospel. It's too good sometimes to believe it, but this is the truth. That's why the world does not receive him, because they are not of the kingdom. They are part of this world. But once you receive Jesus in your heart, you get this good news inside you, Amen. and you receive it, you are not any more of this world. Hallelujah. You are from the kingdom of God. Praise you are part of heaven. Amen. You will live forever. Hallelujah. You are never going to die. Praise your body will stay here, but your spirit goes up in Jesus. Yes. Goes up in heaven. Flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's why when you yes. dead before and trespasses, yes. and now you make you alive. Amen. If you have not received Jesus, you are dead. Amen. You are a sinner. You're never going to be able to be resurrected again. But when we die with Christ, somebody shared this morning, we resurrected with him, baptized with him in his death. What that means, he died for us, it's like we die too because we deserve to die. But he took the punishment, right? That means I die with him. And he resurrected, 
then I resurrected with him. So I'm the resurrected one. I'm not the dead one. My spirit lives forever. We're never going to die. We live forever. So, I don't know about the brother. It's very important for us to preach the gospel, to get the good news that's so good to receive it, people to believe it. This brother today or whatever family member, one of our church members that died, we don't know if we're saved. So we need to share the word. We need to give our lives to change this place of the world, to go out witnessing, to give the good news that tell them that God's changed lives. God is good. All the time. Amen. 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 As Lomak said, before I understood this, I said, if God doesn't judge American, he will have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Then afterwards he changed his mind. Now he says, if God judges American, he will have to apologize to Jesus, understanding what Jesus did completely changes our perspective. So, Jesus died for us, for the world. He took the judgment of God. So he is not, he's not judging us anymore. We are judging ourselves. So, if anything happened in America, or here in South Africa, or in Salvador's past, it's not God that brings punishment. Not God, yes. no? it is, we bring it to ourselves. Amen. So that's why we need to get Jesus yes. to make sure our kids receive Jesus. Amen. We need to get desperate on our knees and pray and ask for the Holy Spirit Amen. to help us to help our kids to get saved. Because without His Holy Spirit, we cannot do it. But God cannot force your kids or your neighbor, anybody to change. Only the gospel will bring that change in the hearts of the people. So true. The gospel Amen. of Christ. Amen. That's why he came on earth, that we give his life for you and me and for the whole world. Yes. So the whole world can be saved if the whole world receives it. Yes. It's up to us. Come on. Up to us to receive this, trans this transformation in our hearts, in our minds, yes. in our soul, in our spirit. Flesh and blood, remember, we not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Only spirit. So it's very, very important to understand that. We will receive a new body one day. But that's a different story. This is another topic for another teaching. Jesus is now the mediator. A mediator is one who seeks to reconcile or make peace between two opposite parties. In the Old Testament, man had not yet been reconciled with God through Jesus. The people needed a mediator, someone to intercede with God on their behalf. That is where we find people like Abraham and Moses pleading with God. If you remember before I mentioned about Abraham and Moses pleading with God, to not judge the people, to not kill them all. Yeah. Because at one time in the desert, he wanted to destroy all Israelites and create a new generation. And Moses pleaded with God. And also, he, God changed his mind on that situation. He, because he was one mediator. But now we have who? Only Jesus. Jesus. We don't need anybody else. So many people now, Say we are we are mediators and we intercede for people and we intercede. There is no such a ministry, in the fivefold ministry of med, med, uh, yeah, yeah, mediation. No, like medi office of the fivefold ministry. Sorry, let me go back here. Okay. Mediator. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So there is no such a ministry. People locking themselves in the rooms and praying, praying, and praying, and trying to change God's mind. That's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. That is not working. So it's working better if you go out and witnessing, and change the world with God's love, and preach the gospel. We have one mediator, and he is enough. And who is this? Jesus! Who is this? 
that's better. Thank you, Jesus. That's to believe. Yeah. Jesus is the mediator. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What time do we have here? Okay, we have time. So, the Lord said to Moses, I have seen these people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. My goodness. <laughs> I think it's in Genesis 18, this is Abraham 18, 23, and this other one is Exodus 32, 9, 12. Exodus 32, Verse 9 to 12. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may wax hot against them, that I may consume them, consume them and I will make a, a, of thee a great nation. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why doth thy wrath wax hot against thy people, which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt and great power and with might, your mighty hand. Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, for mischief did bring them out, to slay them in the mountains and to pursue them from the face of the earth? Tell from the fierce wrath and repent for this evil against thy people. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. So that's that's the time was that Jesus was not as mediator. Yes. So now we don't need mediators. Yeah. We don't need people to intercede for us, yeah. intercessors. We have only one. Amen. And we have the greatest one, the Son of God. Amen. They are sitting in the right hand of the Father Amen. and he is inside of you. And you're sitting, you too, yes. in the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. If you're sitting anywhere else, it's your own place. Yes. So, he sits with the Father. So, if you don't understand that, and understand some of you are new, newcomers, yeah. and you need some more teaching. Wednesday, come we on. have here what? Life group. Yes. So, please come Wednesday. So, yes. life group will help you to, work, to understand this thing. Mm -hmm. And if you have questions, Ask some of the other brothers and sisters yes. that they brought you here and they are with you. Mm. They can help you to explain that. And we can do also, but you know, please don't let questions stay in your mind if you don't understand something and say how that can be. Mm. But the verses are here clear in the world. Yes. So that couldn't be further from the truth. But it is what being taught in many churches today. Mm. Ignore the fact that Jesus is now seated at the right hand of the Father, Hebrews 10, 12, 10, ever making intercession for us, Hebrews 7, 25. If Moses could persuade God, don't you think Jesus could do at least as well? If you think Moses could change God's mind, by interceding. Who is greater, Moses or Jesus? Jesus. Jesus. So Jesus could do much better than Moses. Amen. He can change intercede for you. Amen. You need to pray and ask in the name of Jesus. Yeah. That's very, very important. That's awesome. In 1 Timothy 2.5 we read, for, the, for there is one and one mediator between God and men. That is the man, Christ Jesus. So what, what the verse was? That there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ. In the new covenant, Jesus is the only mediator needed to stand between God, the Father, and mankind. Sin is no longer problem with God. Amen. Again, sin. Can somebody from you guys so so attentive today? I really like that. Can explain it to me? Not you guys, the front. Anybody from here can understand that and tell me what that means? Sin. 
Sin is no longer a problem with God. Why, Yeta? Second? We sin in the cross. He took our sins away. Amen. He forgive your past sins, present sins, and tomorrow's sins. So now it's a good day. Let's go sing outside. Let's have wine and drink. Let's have illicit sex, relationships. That's what we do now. God forbid. God forbid. We don't do these things because sin has no dominion over us. Your sin has dominion in your flesh, but not in your spirit. So your spirit is Christ there. You can overcome sin and has no power over you. You understand that? Say, sin has. I say it, and then you repeat after. Okay? Yes. Sin has no dominion over me. Sin has no dominion over me. Translate in English. And that means that now that I have Jesus Christ, I have been equipped to resist the temptation of sin. Do you want to say something in Afrikaans? Different ways? Different way? The sonder het geen kracht oor my nie. Ons we have the mind of Christ. Amen. We are one and sometimes it feels good. But why? Because when we open ourselves up to sin, we open ourselves up to the spirit of the enemy. Yeah. He gets entrance. He deceives us thinking it feels good, it's enjoyable. But his aim is to kill, steal, and destroy. That's why we put up a fight. Yes, it's very important to understand that. So the intercessors now go to an office, to a room, to a bedroom, and they close themselves and pray, try to intercede for something. If you do it, it's not, don't condemn yourself, but we try to explain here, it's not what the Bible says to do. Yeah. You know, we have one intercessor, Jesus, and we can talk to him, and he can intercede for us. Sometimes we make these big meetings, yeah. so you get the millions of people, yeah. and we come and cry to God, Send rain, don't judge us because we are sinners, forgive our sins. No, it's not God that stops the rain. It's not God punishes us because of our sins. You know, God has dealt with all the sin over the whole earth. Amen. You know, but the enemy, we have an enemy that we need to fight here. So we don't have to have, it's nice to have meetings. And I get together with the thousands and one million people and pray. But pray for the glory of God. Amen. Glorify God. Yes. And speak to Jesus. Amen. Get people saved. Preach the gospel. Change this part of the world. That will bring better conditions. In this yeah. I just want to say, like in, in John 8, 32, Jesus said, it is the truth. That will set people. Amen. He didn't say it is a necessary prayer mm. that will set people. But you know, prayer is important. You ought to do both, but not only do one. You need to find another. Yes. Yep. Meanwhile, families and co workers and neighbors are going to hell and dying from disease. The Bible doesn't say that salvation comes from through intercession, mm -hmm. but by the foolishness of preaching. 1 Corinthians 1 21. And we are not taught to pray for the sick, but to heal the sick, Matthew 10, 8, by commanding healing into their broken bodies. Matthew 10, 8 says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, to what? Cast out devils. Don't talk about the devil all the time. The devil this, the devil that, the Satan that. Oh, we don't have the devil here. We don't want him. We're not going to give glory to him. 
We give glory to Jesus. I give all the glory to Jesus and tell of his love, his wonderful love. I give the glory to Jesus and tell of his wonderful love. We give, we give the glory to Jesus and tell of his love, his wonderful love. We give all the glory to Jesus and tell of his wonderful love. Praise the Lord. Okay. So give the glory to Jesus. Amen. Even if you feel God, you have not seen the answer. The answer is already on the way. Amen. You already is coming to you. It's up to you to receive it. Sometimes delays because not anymore the you know in the old testament uh, the angel fought with the king of Persia for 21 days was I think. <coughs> but today the answer to prayer is right away because we have Jesus Amen. and the Holy Spirit in us. Hallelujah. So we don't have to wait 21 days to answer our prayers. Yes. We can get it right away. Come on. We need to believe. To believe to receive. Amen. Okay. We have been deceiving deceived into believing Prayer is all about persuading God to release His power. We believe that we can save, heal, and deliver, but that we that He is waiting on us to shape up and earn it. Yes. No. He doesn't wait on you to, to shape up and earn it. The truth is, we don't deserve it, and we will never be good enough. Is anybody good enough? No. We are Jesus? Okay. Because of Jesus, all that God has is ours. That's the good news. We no longer need to beg or plead. We need to exercise authority. He has given us and received his blessings. We need to do what? Exercise authority. You know, first battle you're going to have is between your two ears. The enemy will come to lie to you between your head. Yeah. And that's what will deceive you. He'll tell you, Trika, you don't have enough faith. Mm. Trika, but don't believe him. You have enough faith. He, God is working in your life. He works in your spirit. And anybody, it's only Trika, really. People, sick all around the world. You go to the hospital and visit in the hospital. Everybody is sick. This is, the world is sick. The enemy has convinced this world that we are all sick. God has created a perfect body Amen. that he can heal itself. But we don't believe it. We don't receive it. We rather receive the enemy's lies than the truth of God. So we need to stand and fight. I just said not go to the doctor and check yourself. But you go first to Dr. Jesus. He's the creator. Amen. He created your body. Hallelujah. He knows how to do it and how to fix it. Amen. Sometimes it's up to you to receive forgiveness, yeah. to forgive others, Amen. to receive the word of God, so to study the word of God. Because I can pray for you to be healed, yeah. but you can be tomorrow sick again. Why? Because we don't stand in the Word of God. We need to learn to stand in the Word of God. The Word says, Jesus said that after the evil spirit leaves your house, his house, he goes around, all around, and to look for another place and find not. I said, well, let's go back to my old house. It's clean and nice. Let's have party there. Take another seven spirits more bad than me and go enter it. So and go back and the situation of that or that person is worse than before. Why? He cleaned his house, but he forgot one thing to close the door to the enemy. And to fill up his house with the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. So just remember, even the whole the hell 
breaks loose in your house. Yes, Lord. Just rebuke the enemy, fill it with the word of God, praise and worship, read the word of God, read the word of God, read the word of God, read the word of God. Because through the word of God, you know that the Holy Spirit speaks to you Amen. because that's the judgment. You can judge the word you get from the Holy Spirit through the word of God. If it is not in the Bible, mm. don't believe it. That is not the Holy Come Spirit. It's the enemy. Amen. Hebrews 11.6 says, Without faith... It's impossible. To do what? To please God. Please God. But without faith it's impossible to please Him. But he that cometh to God must believe that He is... And that... Okay, that's important. No? that he is well, first of all before you look for the reward now we're looking for the reward you have to know that he is you have to believe that he is not just oh yeah I know God is there Yeah. please God help me why you don't help me God I need thousand dollars I need hundred dollars I need food no, you need to believe that he is that God is Please. God. Please. And there is no other God Hallelujah. but He. Amen. There is no other God. Awesome God. Awesome God. I believe in God. That's Adrogomak said also. And I believe, and also our pastor saying, and all of us who agree with that thing, you know. If I pray for for hundred sick people here, yeah. one after the other, and one after the other, first, first dead, I'll go over it. And I keep praying and believe for the next one. I'm not going to stumble because I don't see the results right away. I will believe and I keep my faith and believe that they will be changed. And if you hear in the receiving side, keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. I just heard yesterday from the cure, Carly Trages was sharing, I don't know if you see number one. He said he believed God because God said so. When you were kids and you did something wrong and you asking your parents, why? Why this? Why that? Why should I do that? Why this? And usually your parents say, do it because I said so. So we do it because our Father God said so. So that's very important to remember. So God our Father said so. And if he says so, it will be so, and we're standing so, and we believe so. Yes, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Even if I don't see it, even sometimes I get, oh, pain in my back. We pray over it. We lay hands, take communion, or whatever we do, in faith. Because by his stripes, we were healed. We are healed. In uh, Isaiah, it says, future tense, in Second Peter uh, 2.24 says, Past tense, it's already happened. So, already we have a healing in our body. Just we have to believe and receive it. So, pain has no dominion over us. Thank you, Lord. First John 5 4 says, Everything the Lord does, Hebrew. So our faith is a victory that enables us to overcome the world. First John 5, 4. Everything the Lord does for us is accessed through faith. Yet, there is much confusion about faith today, just as there is, has always been. It's like having a computer and knowing its potential, but not having a clue how to use it. Many of us know how frustrating that is. The Bible is a manual with detailed instruction. Mm. But just like in the natural, few people take the time to really study it. They are impatient and they want, and they want to do it on their own way. Yeah. They may reach some level of success, but not really proficiency. Yeah. They have to sure. read the book. Now you see Peter there? He reads the book now. He has the book open in front of him. And he reads the book. That's good. Amen. That's we need to read the book. Yes. 
We don't know what God said if we don't read the book. Yes. Maybe Philip said, Jebby said, Shane said, Andrew Gomak said, Rita said, but if you don't read the book, Come how on. do you know if I said? What I said is true. You have to go home now. The verses you wrote down, yes. go back and read and study. First Timothy 2.11 says, First Titus 2.11 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation have appeared to all men. We have to put faith in God's grace, but the faith that we use isn't our own human faith. The verse says that faith is the gift of God, the grace of God. There is a human faith that's inherent within every human being, and there is a supernatural faith of God that only comes to those who receive the good news. Yes. And what's the good news? The finished works of Christ. That Christ is in us, the hope of glory. Amen. And we sit with him in the right hand of the Father. Right? Yes. And the Holy Spirit is guiding us in all truth. And he will bring everything to our remembrance. Whatsoever Jesus had told us. Whatsoever Jesus told us and the word of God told us. You see, if you pay attention, the Old Testament from Genesis to Malachi, and the four Gospels, and the, the Epistles, and the Acts of the Apostles, all these things is one in one book, is the whole truth is there. If you study it, and you pay attention to it, you'll find out what the Word says, and what the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance. Amen. How do you feel now? You feel ready? You feel ready to fight a good fight? Yes. Which fight? On each other? Of faith. Good faith of faith. You ready to forgive your enemies? Ready to forgive you by the grace of God? You need to forgive. Yes. Don't say, maybe if I have the power. You need to forgive. Okay? You need to accept His love, yes. the salvation, Amen. and the Holy Spirit Thank to work all partner together with us. And we know we, have a, we are an unbeatable team with Him as intercessor in heaven, sitting in the right hand of the Father, and He lives in me, and He lives in you, so we can have everything we want and we say, mm. and everything we desire. If what we desire is to please God, God will give you what you please. God promised that. So, don't desire things that are not godly. Desire the godly. You can find more of our free teachings on our website, www.gracelife.ca. And if you're ever in the Solaris Pass area, we invite you to join us for one of our gatherings. Our aim is to help you discover Jesus, find family, and experience life. To contact us or to find out where and when we meet, visit our website www.gracelife.ca.